with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are back and good as they've ever been. Today I'm talking about TMNT Mutant Mayhem. This has got some indulgent movie podcasts. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, uh, which is an animated one that came out from Paramount, and it is a delight. I loved it. Uh, the reviews are all correct, and uh, for reasons that I found a bit surprising, uh, there are certain things, creative choices I'll talk about that they made, which I was already on board with, including the animation style and the age of the turtles this time around, but there's a lot more that I enjoyed as well. So without further ado, let's get started. So I have a stronger-than-usual affection for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not the original comic or even the popular 80s series that kicked off the popular image of the teenage heroes. For me, it was... Sorry, it was the one-two combo of the original 1990 live-action film and the SNES beat-em-up classic Turtles in Time that were both household staples at my dad's place. So much so that I spent a lot of time pretending to be a turtle that had mastered martial arts by beating up Foot Clan members in my backyard. Since then, the Turtles brand has been something of a roller coaster. There was the neutered live-action sequel that's more famous for a vanilla ice song and dance than anything else, the abysmal time travel one to the samurai era, and a steady stream of cartoons that have all been, well, pretty decent, actually. But the films have all left something to be desired. The 20... The 2007 CGI animated movie leaned too heavily on old tropes, and the Michael Bay-produced movies felt like pale imitations of the blockbusters they borrowed from that lead into all other modern blockbusters' worst instincts. It is, so it is with great pleasure that I can announce that the new Turtles movie fucking rules. Fifteen years after, their, after they were covered in a mutant-making ooze, Leonardo, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo are itching to be part of the world above the sewer, much to their father Splinter's chagrin. But how could four talking turtles even ingratiate themselves into the human world? When the brothers run into April O'Neil, an aspiring reporter looking for acceptance of her own, they may have found an answer. Using their incredible fighting skills and strength, the Turtles decide to try to unravel a major crime ring and earn humanity's acceptance. So, obviously I think that this movie is great. It's fun, funny, the animation style is a lot of fun, and it actually has strong themes about acceptance, found family, and even heroism. But I, if I had to track down why this movie works so well, I'd trace it back to one word. Teenage. As much as the TMNT brand has been aimed at kids and preteens, it hasn't felt adolescent or teenage in a bit. If anything, it actually felt a lot closer to the original comic book, which was a self-serious parody of comic artists like Frank Miller, who took things like Ninja Death Cult deadly seriously. So making the thrust of a movie a very teenage feeling, in this case wanting to break out of the boundaries set up by your parent and larger acceptance from the world at large, is a great start. It's a start that is then amplified by having literal teenagers voice the turtles, making their strongest desire to go to high school and all of their sense of humor and emotional maturity being almost adult, but not quite, works really well. It also makes their drive to do heroic things, aka taking down a crime ring, a fitting combination of self-serving and altruism. They get to be heroes, which in turn will get them accepted. And yes, they get to cut loose and use those ninja skills they've been honing and haven't gotten to use. With this thematic core intact, the movie gets to have 
basically as much fun as it wants, blending a neon graffiti art animation style with a fun blend of action beats, teenage shenanigans, and a bunch of perfectly cast voice actors, including a murderer's row of comedic talent, including Jackie Chan as Splinter, Ayo, Ayo Adibri as April, and a collection of Seth Rogen and company's favorite folks in the eventual villains gang. There's a lot of silly fun to be had for kids and also the adults who will recognize the voices and enjoy bits like the main voice being main villain being voiced by Ice Cube saying he's going to mollywop somebody. The film also does something that isn't easy but really impressive when done correctly, which is blending themes with action scenes. This isn't a requirement, but in a quick movie like this one, you want the action beats to mean something outside of the actual action, aka these kids are awesome. The first real action scene, for instance, plays like a Jackie Chan fight scene that the turtles don't want any part of, but start to lean into, both because they need to survive and want to do the right thing. Nice blend of character and hints at their real motivation, wanting to good do good things. Each, each fight means something, whether it's rejecting a villain's offer or finally putting it all together. It's great stuff. The verdict is, it's delightful. Heartfelt, adolescent, and above all else, fun. Mutant Mayhem is the revamp this property needed. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.